1: I said, Jesus, they should start a sports station to myself in the back room of my hot dog stand reading the Sun-Times and Rob Feeder. I'll never forget it. And I go, B, look at this. The XRT guys are going to start a jazz and country station. That's disastrous, I said. I mean, who wants to hear a jazz station? What the hell is that? And B goes, well, what do you have any suggestions? I go, yes, sports station. And she just looked at me. She goes like that. Like that, that's sort of like, hmm, not a bad idea. And I gotta remember, B was basically the only person in the communist black countries in the, the free world that thought I had any kind of brain. Seriously. Talk about in the top of your head before a show. You shouldn't be in the business. I don't know what you got. I feel like Vince Vaughn in <laughs> in a couple's retreat. The sharks are circling. Old <laughs> school, baby. You're listening to the Mike North Advantage, and it begins right now.
0: That's right. The Mike North Advantage starts right now. I am Alonzo Gandia. And that man, besides me, is Mike North. How are you, my friend?
1: I can't believe it. We weren't working together last week. I, I, I've I, longed for you since last Friday. I mean, you know, I'm working at the other bare barroom room shows. I go, oh, there he is. There he is. And then I see another one. There he is. I mean, the hardest working man in show business, ladies and gentlemen, the Mike North Advantage is always glad to be back. And I'll tell you this. I remember when I started at this fine company and Aldo Gandia said, you know what? I'll give you a little bit of a piece here. What do you think? And I'll go, well, I'll do the best I can for you and do everything I can. We were at 4995 Twitter at that time. Eldo was trying to figure out which way we're going to go here. You know what? I said, I'm with you every step of the way. Others have fallen. Really, I mean, seriously. When you think of people uh, wading through a river, some of them are waiting. They went away. Now, not me. And now we have 12. To, I saw 12.6. Twelve thousand six hundred. What a powerful company! We cover all the bases, even though, and that's why it used to be Bear's Barroom, but now it's the Barroom, and uh, we 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 have that on Twitter. So check out Aldo Gandia, check out the Barroom, and check out North to North. And we're very upfront. In other words, today I'm here to tell everybody. You know, my life's always been an open book, and Aldo goes, you know. Stop me the other day because, you know, your life's always been an open book. I said, I just said that. And then, (laughs) so what I decided to do is, because I'm having dental work, is uh, I lost a front tooth and another one was getting loose. I didn't want to part with it. Didn't want to part with it. So i was going out to eat and the thing was hanging oh, and swinging no. you know okay? i mean it was hanging on well i finally lost that, so i'm getting new teeth, <laughs> three new teeth put in right uh-huh. how you doing uh torian uh I, so i don't have my three front teeth if you look oh, I was look like, at this Danny.
0: guy look at hold on. let me get a close up there
1: that's yeah. a beautiful thing yeah and i'm getting new ones put in i got some fangs there i can eat everything now for a while i, I had to eat my sub sideways you know And I'm really, I've never had cosmetic surgery, although people tell me I look like in my early 40s. I try to tell them I've never had nothing done. They said, Well, you had to, well, we know you didn't have a chin tuck, but I mean, everything else looks pretty damn good. And I'm going, No, I don't. And now losing my teeth, I've lost loved ones. Guys that were with me since I was 11. So I held on as long as I could, Joey. I really did. Yeah, Joey and Jimmy, the front teeth. They're gone. And now I'm getting new teeth, front teeth. Out. I said, uh, he's going to have to match him up, uh, you know, to the way my teeth are. I go, so you have a brownish tint. That's very good. Thank you. I can't wait. Dr. Biocello. I'm coming for you. Look
0: at what Merv says. I hate to see what the other guy looks like.
1: Oh, believe me. Oh, believe me. I was, a, I was an okay fighter. I wasn't that good. And I feel good. I feel like, well, I feel almost like Bobby Hall. <laughs> With that famous – oh, I don't know if I should bring that scumbag organization up today, ladies oh, and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, well, we got to talk about it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, uh, Kyle Beach has been identified as John Doe. John Doe has is suing the Chicago Blackhawks. He alleges that a video coach uh, trainer uh, sexually harassed him and after a three or four month uh, investigation by an outside organization they have corroborated his claims and Kyle beach met with the media yesterday to let everybody know that it's he's the guy and he feels exonerated because a lot of people didn't believe his claims this is him i don't think i or we could have ever imagined what would have going to come out of yesterday's press conference and uh Following it, uh, just a, a great feeling of relief, vindication, and it was no longer my word against everybody else's. Mike, he claims that all of the players knew and that he was the subject of jokes, homophobic slurs, and so forth. Uh, Patrick Kane and uh, Jonathan Taze, and even Duncan Keith with the Oilers, say that they did not know anything until the following
1: year. What's your gut feel like? Well, how long was Beach on the team? Because that I do not know. Yeah, I've been trying to find it. I get a lot of the sex scandal and all this other stuff mm-hmm. on there. If you could find that out for me, yeah. because you know what, I, can I tell want. You. To-
0: I can tell you, he was drafted in 2018. I think he was a first-round draft pick, and so he was coming up through the system. He, he was drafted— 2008 basically... or 2018? I mean, uh, 2008. My apologies.
1: Uh, yeah, let's— Because let... yeah, it happened in 2010.
0: Yeah. Right. And so he was basically drafted to be the enforcer, the protector of Kane and Taze, which is uh, ironic, isn't it? uh and because he was a tough guy he he loved Mm -hmm. to swing his fist throw his body around and so forth and so when he came up as part of the black aces the black aces are those extra uh, minor league players that a playoff team brings up in case somebody is injured and so forth Mm -hmm. you can go to the bench he was part of those guys and so he was with the team during that 2010 playoff run uh which is when these allegations now did he leave the next year Yes, he was gone the next year, uh, as was uh, 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 Brad Aldridge, the uh, the the uh, assaulter. I got a picture of him somewhere here. Well, that I do know about
1: that. But let me ask you something. I'm reading today mm-hmm. that Taves mm-hmm. said he didn't find out till a year later. But right. yet I'm hearing this guy say he was bullied on the ice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was bullied. when he was there.
0: Right. Yeah. So by
1: the by the players of the 2010 team. Right, right. And, yeah. in
0: fact, uh, I got Patrick Kane talking about that right here. Okay. Yeah,
1: I didn't know anything at the time. And, you know, even, uh, even today um, when, uh, you know, Kyle came out as John Doe, that's the first time I knew that it was, uh, that it was him. So, um, and uh, as far as, like, the bullying and uh, different comments, um, I don't remember any of that either. So.
0: It's hard to believe that um, he would not have... He didn't know it fun. was
1: him at the time.
0: Yeah, he says he didn't know until t- uh, yesterday. No, but
1: he didn't know it was him at the time. In uh, other words, he heard something. Look, look, at Patrick Kane debating me. He'd be in trouble in five minutes. <laughs> you just said you didn't know it was him at the time. Mm-hmm. If you want to replay that, let's listen again, folks, because we're going to spend maybe an hour or two on this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the Bears eventually and to everything else. But I find this all cover your ass time from uh, his one of his buddies who he, he skated out with the other day mm-hmm. saying he didn't know till a year later, but yet this guy says he was bullied. How long was he with the Hawks in 2010? Was he in there? I mean, was he with them for 20 games, 30 games? You know? I, yeah, I don't know exactly. I That's know he very sketchy.
0: Yeah, he, I know Kyle Beach didn't appear in any games, but he was part of the organization and ready to dress and play if, if needed during that playoff run. You want to hear? This is bad. Yeah. And I've got Jonathan Taze also uh, basically feeling sorry for Stan Bowman and Al Ah. McIsaac. This is uh, Taze. Regardless of the mistakes that may have been made for for someone like Stan, who's done so much for the Blackhawks and, and Al as well to lose everything they care about and their livelihoods as well. It's just I don't I don't understand how that makes it go away to just kind of delete them from existence and that's it we'll never hear from them again so i have a lot of respect for them as people they're good people and uh
1: they're a piece of shit what are you talking about they're good people you're a piece of shit taves what's wrong with you oh you know why because they let you last year take the whole goddamn year off and bat your ass You're a company man, you're a shill, and you were the captain of this team? How many people are going to really tell you that? I'd tell it right to your fucking face. You're a punk, you're weak, a weak man. My wife is more upset than I am. Between Board of Education's where a skirt Man in a skirt can do something to your daughter. I won't even ask Aldo about that, if that was his daughter. Because I don't care where you're from. That ain't acceptable. Tell us. What is going on? And then, rocky words. I've told Aldo this for three, four years. Since we've been together. You know, something was funny about that press conference, Aldo. Mm-hmm. And Aldo said, what do you mean? And I said... Rocky Wertz sat in the corner, and you could barely see his head. Mm -hmm. His head was barely above the table. He knew. I don't want to hear he didn't. And if he didn't know, then whatever son is running the team currently knew. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's sitting like a little man, which he is. Care how much money or power you have? By the way, I've dealt with them before at that other shop. And they left me holding the bag. I could have sued them if I wanted. I'm not like that. It takes too much effort. I I did okay. But I'm here to tell you. They left me holding the bag until they found out. Then all of a sudden, things were different. So we're dealing with corruptness. We're dealing with people who covered up sex on another person. Now, I will also say this. How many people are going to ask for the Blackhawks to lose their franchise for the Wurtz's today? How many? I don't think anybody, yeah. I'll raise my hand. If Donald Sterling lost the Clippers over racial names and you're allowed to keep your team, regardless of history. When you knew, including poor Stan Bowman, for years this happened. So me, it's not my rules. Here's what I do know. If the Blackhawks were in the NBA and there was an NBA player assaulted like this, they'd lose their damn franchise. But instead, what do I hear? Gary Bettman, a company man who gets paid by the owners, saying, I'm sure the warts will handle this. Are you kidding me? And John McDonough. Here's another thing else. Questions that are being asked, I have no idea about the first question. But these are questions that they won't bring up on regular terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. First <clears throat> question I was asked yesterday, I don't know the answer. How does a guy that big have these problems and, and be assaulted like that? I have no idea. And, and, did this happen to him? before whether it did or didn't maybe he was trapped maybe it happened when he was a kid is this the first time it happened this guy must have been good because the the the, the one the player's a big kid the man the scumbag that did this uh uh, crime is is not but he threatened them and all sorts of stuff and he wasn't being backed so there's a lot of questions. Here's another question I have okay. that I've been asked because I don't know that situation. I know if somebody tried to play a move on us when we were kids, we would have run home told our dad. Yep. Sorry, that's what I would have done. Hey, Dad, this guy, there was a man, mm-hmm. you know? So, and then my dad definitely would have taken care of it. So the question I have now, is if you gave a lie detector test from the top of the black hawk organization to the very bottom, to the equipment guys, which is not the bottom, but uh, the, the the civilians on the job, right, and to the media that covered them at that time, and you put a lie detector on them and just ask them one question. You've been working for our organization for this many years. Did you know about this? Yes or no? And if mm-hmm. they do, you say you're gone. And if they say, well, it's a lie detector, then we'll do more investigation on you. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody in the media, and here's another thing that you got to remember, folks. There are good friends. There's people I know. Well, how about Patrick Sharp? Mm-hmm. He's on NBC. NBC. That's right. What's he going to say about this? He apparently was there. That's right. But even the media, people that people look up to, stronger than dirt, they're running for cover. And if you read tweet, Twitter today, mm-hmm. look at the guys that are writing about it. Because I got it on good authority. Oh, poor, this guy put, that there were a couple guys that were in John McDonough's office, tugging or walking around with him, tugging at his pant seals. During that season. So, do you believe, Eldo? I'll put you on. I'll be like, hey, how you doing, everybody? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Do you believe there's anybody in the media that covered the Blackhawks that's known about this for years? Now, I'm not saying – it could be possible they didn't.
0: Right.
1: Okay. But there's some with the media that are close to the players. Mm -hmm. And what we're hearing is the players – we're joking around out in public yeah. on the ice. So what do you think?
0: Yeah, it it, it strains credibility.
1: Oh, you know. Uh, yep.
0: These guys are all trained journalists. They mm-hmm. should be sniffing these stories out. Now, this was a really uh, kind of special time in Blackhawks history when this happened. Uh, it it uh, the Blackhawks top brass learned about it the day the Blackhawks won the conference championship to go to the Stanley Cup. So that's why apparently they decided to cover it up they didn't want the bad publicity once now that which i
1: could understand for about two months after that then you mm-hmm. could come out and say we had a problem
0: right well and and they could have also said hey there's been an allegation made here we're looking into it until we find out more we're not going to reveal names we're not going to reveal details or anything something to cover their butts but the most important thing is they should have gone to the police with it immediately as opposed i to got radio. one better
1: how about this? They wrote a letter of recommendation to Michigan for this guy. Exactly.
0: exactly. And he ends up being arrested. I mean, that this—that's him on the right side. He apparently sexually abused a, a teenager in Michigan, so he's on the sex registry list up there. And that's that—that uh, that is uh, on the Blackhawks. That's on the Blackhawks. They would not wow. hire him.
1: It's no different than the Catholic priest scandal when they switch parishes. Yes, let's get him out of here. He molested fifteen kids. Let's move him over to St. Francis of the Apocalypse or mm-hmm. something. You know what I'm saying? So, um, which it is. Um, so that's where I'm at on this. Uh, I if uh, there will be nobody that will suggest they lose the franchise, but I've lived in covered sports, and if there was ever a cause to lose a franchise. This is it.
0: I think you're this right. This is man. it. I think you're this right, is
1: man. it. And I don't give a damn if the warts want to watch this. Hey, you know what I'd like to do? I got a better idea. Why don't we have an investigation and let stupid me head it and bring in three independent, three independent journalists? Now I know you already had somebody investigate it, mm-hmm. but no, I want to find out exactly who knew. Mm-hmm. I want to find out all the heroes out there that knew. Mm-hmm. Okay? But if you work for him and you're and you are on TV or you're a ho- a host on radio, you got to explain yourself somehow that you didn't know and 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 how didn't you know? Yeah. Especially if you hosted Black Hawk things. Right. I mean, we but should Former just... players. Right. Yes. That's all. So there's if there's if you think for one minute out there and I know you better listen to this show that any of you from the Tribune Sun Times NBC Chicago which is the worst product in Reinsdorf and all those guys, if you think people aren't going over in their head who covered the team back then and who knew what, maybe they knew nothing. But I got an idea. More than a couple new, period.
0: Just an uh, idea. It, 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 you know, it's hard to believe that nobody would have known. Over oh, really a
1: 10-year stand? And then yeah. they're taking the, then, then what, now I don't know this for sure, but from what I heard is a lot of the Blackhawk journalists, which is really loose. We can't even find out what happened clearly to Jonathan Taze last year. And all of a sudden he's back. Nobody knows. They're the worst journalists. Whoever's Mm -hmm. been covering the Blackhawks has been getting free press passes and game tickets forever. It's an absolute shame that they were taking a Toronto type. Somebody from Toronto was breaking the story. Mm -hmm. And they weren't digging on their own. Because if the words find out that they're digging on them, you know what happens. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not
0: uh, – typically I'm not as – harsh on the chicago media as you are um but uh in certain cases i feel like they don't
1: do their journalism
0: job you know i mean how how often
1: if you've been covering the black clocks for 11 years you should resign today from the beat or from whatever you do you should resign because you got tarnish on you period now if you want to come up and say i didn't know anything for 11 years I think that could be proven wrong. So I think everybody, for the most part, besides writing favorable stuff on the on the young man, are hiding, for the most part. The usual, oh, we're the greatest. They're not out there right now. Let me ask you I'm this. suspicious. That's my nature.
0: Yeah, well, uh, and, and it's good to be suspicious because that's how you find out things, right? So let right. me ask you this. Um, let's say... Somebody does come across a a member of the media does come across this information years ago. So, do don't you think they would say, "Wow, this is going to be"? You got to break break it. You got to break it. You You got. I would have broken it. Or, or do you think they're going to say, "I don't want to piss off the Words family," so I'm going to?
1: No, that's the whole thing. But see, I didn't have to because I had no ties. I may never, you know, be offered major jobs again. Because I already had the major job of major jobs.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: But I'm still out there. But here's what I'm going to tell everybody. You won't hear anybody besides me and a couple other people say they should lose their franchise. Here's what else I'm going to say. If you work for the media and you covered the Blackhawks for 11 years, let's hear from you and what you knew. Mm -hmm. Or if you worked at the shop, did you ever hear anything? Because I'd call them all up. If I was investigating, if I, you know, how they got the tables, yeah, yeah, you know, right. at the hearings that don't mean anything, people forget about them a week later, you know. That's right. I don't know if Merrick Garland's going to forget about his hearing anytime soon. <laughs> no. I, I got my ass kicked once like that on Cicero and Addison. Only it wasn't verbally. My God, you anyway, got your ass
0: kicked there too. I did too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good corner. To, to check your pugilistic skills out. Not good. Um, but I would call. Everybody that had a connection from owner to everybody else who they're gone. I mean McDonough. I mean my God. John McDonough was at the top of the world. Mm-hmm. And now he's in his home, wherever Elk Grove Village, I think, with the with the with the drapes drawn. Looking <laughs> out the window. Like I do. Um <laughs> I think they got rid of uh, other guys that I knew. Jay Blunk, I think, is gone. That was uh, a McDonough yeah. guy. Uh, but Stan Bowman being gone, saying, "I ran it up the flagpole." You're the flagpole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're the you're the flagpole. <laughs> I ran good. it up the flagpole. Uh, I ran it upstairs. You're on the, your desk is next door. <laughs> Don't give me that crap. You should never work in hockey again. I don't care who you are. I don't care who your daddy is. He should be gone, too. Is Scotty Bowman still here? Kick his ass out the door, too. I don't give a damn how many Hall of Fame rings he's got and this and that. How many championships you got. My God. And Joe Quinnville. Let me ask you about this. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were all up there firing him. Him. Nobody else. Rocky. Two feet tall. Other people up there. Here comes McDonough. We're going to make the playoffs. With a child as their new coach. And I always said, why did they get rid of this guy? Now, if they would have gotten rid of him the next year, you think, well, he's going to talk. He's going to say something about what we did. But they kept him around. So he, I love Joe Quinville, but my God, they say they sh- talked about it on the ice
0: yeah, in the means. locker
1: room. It's not a big locker room, folks. Yeah. It's not. It's like a circled square. It's almost like a boxing ring. They face each other. So that guy's getting dressed with a bunch of ki- uh, guys. And my wife wants nothing to do with the Chicago. Baby gives everybody a chance. <laughs> but We already know what kind of people we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. okay we don't we've been there i've had people throw roadblocks in my way for for 30 years okay Mm -hmm. so we know Mm -hmm. for petty stuff everybody else is bought oh we're we're so sorry not what did everybody should be gone everybody the people that cover the team, the people that do TV for the team, everybody, unless they can prove they didn't know.
0: Mike, you are know, the first one that I've heard say that the Chicago Blackhawks sh- should be in danger of losing their franchise. They should. And uh, I'm, I'm frankly ashamed of myself and not having that thought myself. No, all, I I'm right. is, I right. all I'm
1: saying is, all I'm saying now is you're not granted this franchise forever mm-hmm. if you right. abuse human beings.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're not. You're going to turn your back on on justice. Or, uh, he turn asked your back for on help. Crime. I
1: don't care. Look, yes. he, he asked for help. You didn't give it to him. Mm-hmm. And then you hit it. Yeah. And you're keeping your franchise. You should be putting it up for sale today. You got all this money. <clears throat> but this was my daddy's team. Listen, don't get me started. Don't get me started on the Chicago Blackhawks or on the people that cover them. They're weak. They're as weak as the bear uh, media. Weak. They're all weak in this town. It's the weakest media town. The best media you'll ever hear was in the nineties. Underscore. That's it. Because they'd be fried, and I would have found out about this war if I was active like I was. I knew every story. I would have found out. Yeah, those don't play that, that game with me, boys and girls. Yeah, don't play yeah. that game with me. I was making millions when Stephen A. Smith was tugging on his mom's skirt going, what grade am I in? Give me a break. <laughs> My wife's more pissed. I got to put up with that. I know. I talked to her before. The show. You talked to her. She turns it on. She flies off. How could they do this? They're all bad. I hate them all. No, she didn't say hate. I'm trying to have a sandwich. <laughs> Crazy. All right,
0: let's turn our attention to another uh, bit of bad news, and that is what is going on with the Chicago (laughs) Bears. Just name any team. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But it's the Chicago Bears right now who appear to be free-falling. And uh, let me put put up the schedule here because this is not looking very good. I tried to tell everybody. Right. If they don't beat the 49ers this week, Um, I'm thinking that by week 10, Matt Nagy is gone because they're probably not going to win a primetime game in Pittsburgh. I don't care how poorly the Steelers looked earlier in the season. They're actually looking better lately. So uh, they've got to win at home against the 49ers, or if not, Matt Nagy better call the moving trucks. What do you think?
1: I'm always asked to defend positions I didn't want to be involved in. (laughs) I'm still having people. Crap on Mitch Trubisky, and I want to thank Ves- Vison V S I N Vison. Yeah, want to thank them yesterday. I went on with a three-time Super Bowl general manager, Mike Lombardi. Oh
0: wow! Right.
1: And a man that's from this area, originally David Ross, who's now in Vegas. I didn't know what they were going to talk about. They asked me the question. And basically, they let me roll. They only had, in a 10-minute segment, three questions. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because I went on a tirade. Not a, like I just did, just, I gave facts. And they had no comeback for most of them. Now, Mike Lombardi is a knowledgeable guy. And the, and, and the retorts I got from Mike, and he was in another locale I, uh, where he wasn't connected with his uh, his guy, uh, uh, David. Okay. Uh, but the questions were good. But they asked me about uh, Mitch Trubisky, what happened? And they let me tell everybody what happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And afterwards, they said, wow, you know, it was good. You know, got a nice thing back. Great show. I mean, thanks for coming on. And I told them, basically, how does Cutler get to go 1-13 against the Packers and Trubisky? One and four, so I'm start. I check that off the list. How does Trubisky? I asked, and I said this to Michael Lombardi at the end of the interview. All I know is you were a GM. If you were 20, if you had a quarterback that was 29 and 21, you wouldn't get rid of him. Period. And you wouldn't be in the mess that you're in. Once again, we go back to the media. Eldo and I have been covering this beat for over 30 some 40 years. We still don't know what happened with Trubisky and Nagy. What was the breaking point? Was it before the season last year? Was it after the second game or after the third game with the interception? Was it something that had been brewing over time? Was it Trubisky complaining, we're not getting the right place? Was it Trubisky siding with laser? See, these are all legitimate questions that nobody in the bear media, folks, has asked. I know who would have asked back in the day, Mike Greenberg. I know he would have asked and others that I know, they don't do that no more because they feel indebted to the team. Bottom line is, you can't call a guy a bust when he wasn't. And I explained it to these guys yesterday, said he had 10,000 yards throwing, said he had sixty twice as many uh, touchdowns as interceptions, said he was the highest-rated quarterback in their history which they did not know, I don't believe, they might have, but then how could you argue, and said that he had the highest completion percentage and got better every year. By the time I was done, I felt like finally the national guys at least got the other side, and I respect them for letting me say that, and there wasn't a whole lot of retort because what I'm stating is facts. What I'm And, you know, if I hear one more guy say to me, Aldo, well, they made the expanded playoffs last year. Well, so did the White Sox. Were we happy? Were we happy?
0: Right.
1: Everybody had a chance to make the expanded playoffs. And the Bears right. made it, right? And if, if if Trubisky loses the last game, to stop them from going to the expanded playoffs, we're hearing what kind of piece of crap he is. So my point was, and I brought this up in Aldo Nosa, I stick to my guns on this. I would have kept Mitch for the fifth year. And if they, I wouldn't have never drafted Justin Fields. But... If they wanted to, like they did, still draft them. Like Aaron Rodgers hit the – I mean, Aaron Rodgers, they drafted a quarterback in the first round. They could have done that with Mitch, and we'd be in better shape because now they're, they've painted themselves somewhat into a corner because he's going to stay out there whether it's 60 to nothing or not. And I think there's a room for relief pitching. I'm watching a World Series, Al. You can tell I haven't worked for a while. I got a lot of energy. I'm watching a world. Series. I'm watching a world series where relief pitchers are starting.
0: That's right.
1: But we can't bring in how many people. Here I go again. Mike, how did you become the all-timer? In whatever. How did you become the original gangster? Because just like I asked Eldo about the Hawks losing the franchise, okay. I'm going to ask Eldo this question with all the shows we have on Bear Mm Barrow and on the Barrow. And he's been, he produces them all. The guy's the hardest working guy I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Was Andy Dalton ever considered at halftime? I don't think
0: so. But I do think that um, Matt Nagy didn't want Justin Fields to start because he thought this guy's not ready yet and Andy Dalton gives me the best chance of me keeping my job. I threw that theory out to Greg Gabriel, former director of scouting for the Chicago Bears, and he says, you know what, I think you're right because somebody I know kind of very close to the organization told me the same thing. That's why Nagy was reluctant to put Justin Fields in, but Nagy was forced to put Fields in after the injury clearly, and... Then the decision was made, and it wasn't Maggie's, that Fields should stay in as number one quarterback. So I, I think asked, we,
1: agree. yeah, I agree fun. with all that. Yeah, I agree with all that. But if you're Mac, if you're Hicks, your careers are down the drain mm-hmm. as far as any type of postseason. You only have a small shelf. And did they talk to the players? I think, and you know what? I put this out on Twitter. And I'm saying this directly to Alan Robinson. You were excited for Justin Fields. The over-under for you was 92. Everybody I talked to thought that was going to be easy. You were excited for Justin Fields. You got what you got, and you're in your contract year after catching 200 passes. Not 100. This is, this is the media in this town calling a quarterback a bust when he's not... And throwing two hundred completions to a man who wasn't set to make twenty million bucks. I wouldn't pay Allen Robinson ten million now. He's a possession receiver again. I'm hearing he can't get open. Him and Fields are having trouble. Wait a minute. How do you when Mike North was on teams? We practiced. Mm-hmm. We practice every day. I give when I played softball, football basketball, I played every day, either by alone or with the team or what have you. Mm-hmm. How do you suggest that you're going to get closer with your receivers and have chemistry by having a Zoom meeting? How the hell does Justin Fields first of all, I don't want to hear he's the first to practice in the last to leave. What's he doing, playing video games? Mm-hmm. Because I saw him on the bench last week. I have the package, folks. Well, I'm talking about
0: <laughs> I better expand. <laughs>
1: I told B I had a package once she goes, which post office? <laughs> So, so hey.
0: She's still looking for it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, she was like this with the ceiling the other day, the drop ceiling. She had the, 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 you know how you looked it up? I don't have a drop ceiling, but I was thinking back to the 70s. Anyway, how, how do you suggest? First of all, I watch the NFL ticket. So I watch every game. I switch around. And then I put it on the mix where you get them all. Yeah,
0: awesome.
1: When the quarterbacks from Brady on. From Brady to Mac Jones, from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers, for the most, they all go to the bench and start sit with the coach and start looking at what they did or didn't do right. <laughs> Justin Fields thinks he's playing at Pottawatomie Park. And he runs off, sits by himself, has no action with the coach. You don't see him looking at the at, at, at tape or nothing. Now I wouldn't. I would say this. I, I I think it's important, but I I don't care. I don't care if you look at tape during the game, except when everybody else does it, and coaches are pointing out things you did wrong, and Tom Brady is listening to to the coach or Mac Jones or whoever or Dak Prescott, but Zach but Fields just like this.
0: Well, he was battered by then when that happened, but I I have seen... uh... You have to
1: be Patton. Stand (laughs) up even if you've been bad. I mean, come on. I mean, all right, can you watch one? Pretend you're interested. My God. I can't believe it. This whole thing was a debacle. I told Aldo this was going to happen. Let me uh, ask you this
0: because uh, everybody Sanders, was
1: so excited, remember? Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, let me ask you this because Jay Sanders is wondering Are you blaming the rookie over a bum coach?
1: He's got some play in this. He can't read defenses. Bill Morsiason said last week, That's the guy that's holding on to the ball and can't read defenses. Wait a minute. Wait, Wait a minute. Wait, you, for, right. which you is moved the case up for, every for him.
0: Rookie. What? Which is the case for every rookie. I mean, then put the pool
1: in, put the veteran in. Where, where he to... may never read defense again. He may never learn. Mm-hmm. Because here's what I'm saying. I heard Dan or saying the team just isn't good. It's the same team Mitch had. And there's a there's there's something out on Twitter. He may be the greatest quarterback of all time. He made it to the playoffs twice with Nagy's offense. So there's people in both camps. I'm the only one that will speak up for Mitch because everybody, all the meatball fans, I had one this morning. His profile, he's got a Cutler jersey on. You're the last guy I'm listening to. <laughs> and I did say this to those guys yesterday. They were unaware that Cutler was 113, and they were unaware he was 57-57, I believe. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you couldn't argue against anybody else, even Justin. It would be a breath of fresh air. Now, that being said, what do you think this week? Because I don't think their coach Kyle Shanahan is a good head coach. I think he's an offensive coordinator. I lost the game two weeks. He lost the game two weeks ago that I bet, because he went for it with seven minutes left from the fifty on fourth and four. Didn't make it. Arizona scores right there. He could have punted the ball. So I don't think he's having a good year. Garoppolo looked shaky. The Bear defense has to get some turnovers, Al. If we do that, make a short field, maybe we win this game. Like I said, I don't care what happens now. I want to win. But, boy, social media has really been quiet the last couple weeks. I, I haven't heard from my friends. The, you know, for even the Justin, people that pose with Justin Field jerseys, it's hard to find them <laughs> right now.
0: Well, I'll tell you this, uh, because I, I do agree with Jay Sanders in, in one of his posts here. Yeah. I think the blame is on the coaching staff. This is not a Justin Fields problem per se, because he never got reps with the first team. Alan Robinson said, one of the reasons we don't have chemistry is I've I hardly practiced with him in camp. It was all Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton.
1: Sam, why was it okay? Real, real quick, and you can get back. Why was it okay for Mitch not to play a, a set of downs in preseason? why did so i was against it i go you gotta play him this isn't the first time i, mean, I agree with you you know I mean, and i'm with you on that yeah but so how think, did mitch overcome it
0: i think that the main well uh, like people have been saying in the chat is the defense was the first and foremost reason why those teams had a winning record o- over that span of well that. why are we winning now then um because the defense is much older because there's vic fangio is gone since Vic Fangio is gone, the team is now under five hundred. So, okay.
1: I agree with you on 2018. But do me a favor. Read Mitch's stats from 2018. I'm curious. I want to see if he had any play in this. I want to see how many turnovers he had. Because at this point in Mitch's career, his first year, he had three turnovers. At this point, Fields has 11. So I'm just trying to get a gauge on what was, you know – I mean that's pretty tough. I don't. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky never had a game like Justin Fields had last year, uh, last week. Never. Three fumbles, three interceptions, five turnovers. Never. So I just maybe if you bring up the 2018, maybe I'll buy into what you're saying, because I think you need a quarterback. Even Ryan Tannehill knows if he turns over the ball or he screws up, we made the playoffs. And in, I guess this is why beer fans don't know what a real quarterback is. We're the only fan base and team that will give the quarterback no credit. None. And that's what we deserve, Justin Fields. We got him. Ohio State quarterbacks are wide open. He's saying to Allen Robinson, you're covered? No. Allen Robinson's open, but you got to throw. Not at, hey, he had time to throw, but I will say this. Nagy. It's been exposed but i've been saying that for years now what did he have for 2018 my friend
0: uh i don't have those stats in front of me why don't you
1: let me ask you this what hold on hold on this is my wait hold on me and you you don't have the 2018 mitch trubisky stats at your disposal i gotta Uh, get them
0: i I can find them (laughs) but statistics what what statistic do you think is the most important in evaluating a turnovers
1: turnovers yes Because, like that kid, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson had four interceptions last week. You know, Sam Darnold, who, by the way, if anybody wants to debate me on what I said, he's not better than Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky next year is going to sign a multi-year deal with either Miami, Washington, Denver, you wait and see. He sat out this year because you know who was available to him? Carolina and the Washington Redskins. He made a nice move. Now, if he signs with Carolina this year as a second stringer, he'd be playing for Teddy Bridgewater right now. Watch what happens to Mitch Trubisky's career. I'm like, I'm just asking you. He is a second stringer now. Let's see what happens in the next three, four years. But in the meantime, hold on. I want to bring this before up before my-
0: you bring up those 2018 stats, why not bring up the 2017 stats? Okay. That, that would be a fair comparison because okay. it's a rookie versus a rookie, right?
1: I can't find them. <laughs> no i got him right here you, you know what's funny about us we always get a laugh no matter what the situation That's what we okay do. um percentage in 2017 60 2193 yards 12 games seven touchdowns seven interceptions fields in three games has or four games has 11 turnovers already he had uh 24 passes of over uh, 20 yards. He was sacked because I hear he doesn't have, this guy doesn't have a line. Either does this guy. Either did this guy. 31 sacked. Um, his quarterback rating was 77, which w- today with the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks, would be right up there. I mean, Justin Fields is maybe the third best, fourth best rookie quarterback which is basically like me being the valedictorian of my summer school class. And, not, you know, basically it means nothing. Uh, Matt Jones is the best. I don't know if Aldo's going to say the Bears made a mistake by trading up. It seems to be that was Mitch's whole deal. But I don't know if Matt Jones is going to be good or not. But I do know, I buy into what you're saying, Aldo. Josh McDaniel, I would rather have coaching Justin Field than Matt Nagy or Bill Lazor. That I will tell you.
0: And I think that's the crux of the issue here is that poor coaching ha- uh, didn't do Mitch Trubisky any favors and didn't as, is not doing Justin Fields any favor.
1: Uh, How about favors. this? How about this? In 2019, mm-hmm. Trubisky, 63%, 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. See, the whole ball of wax with, with this is he threw 64 touchdowns and 37 interceptions in three and a half years. That's two to one, folks. That's not bad with a guy, a coach, that wanted him to fail. Don't forget, they pulled him last year with a good record. They wanted him to fail. They had preconceived notions. And the poor Bear fans like my friend Aldo are forced to try to make sense. All I hear is Nagy sucks. And all I hear is my friends all agreeing with his moves. Oh, we agree about Trubisky. But Nagy should be fired. Which way is it, guys? I think people like Aldo are waking up. Yeah, it was the coaching, but what my point was Mitch overcame that and went to more playoffs than Jay Cutler. That's my only point. Were we better off with Mitch at quarterback this year or, or Dalton and Fields? I'll give you the answer right now, but I don't think many fans will because they're still stuck with Justin Fields because for the fourth time in three years, they backed the wrong guy.
0: Let me ask you this. The Factor wants to know, can Mike North take a position on Justin Fields? Does Mike believe in Justin or not? Do not bring up Nagy or Peace. Do you believe in Fields or not? Says the no.
1: The factor. No, I don't. I think he's a – I said he, come, uh, uh, he, he went to Ohio State and he's on the Bears. Neither team – well, the Bears have developed a couple quarterbacks or helped Harbaugh and Trubisky, in my opinion. McMahon was already developed. It's not against Justin Fields. It's where he's been. I watched Ohio State last week, Aldo. I just watched the receivers. Just turn them on some Saturday, folks. Why is a freshman quarterback hitting receivers? Why is he doing what Fields did? Why is Fields doing what Haskins did? It's time for people to ride open. Poor Justin Fields, he's never seen receivers covered like they are. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying the same people that brought us foals, that brought us Dalton, I'm not defending Mitch anymore. I don't have to. He was the best quarterback we've had since uh, since Cutler. If anybody wants to argue that, ignore the stats. Then you can say, I want Foles. I want Dalton. I want Fields. I want this guy. I mean, there's people that have had four different quarterbacks, and I've stuck with one. I don't have to defend myself. I don't. He came to Chicago. Eldo knows this. I think he remembers this. Did Mitch come to Chicago and destroy the Bears this year, even if it was preseason? Absolutely. And the whole team <laughs> rallied around them to embarrass Nagy. Mm-hmm. That, right, I, so, happen. I, I was at Bourbon Street. They're going, boy, they're out to embarrass Nagy. Sure they are. <laughs>
0: All right. I wrote it. I wrote it down. 49-minute mark of this show uh, Mike North says he has no confidence in Justin Fields, and right. I'm
1: going to refer did to you him. Write down? Did you write down that you had no confidence in Mitch Trubisky the last two years?
0: Oh, well, I, 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 I can still say that. I, I Good. Still don't I hope you're me. comfortable. I still don't think. Well, You Mitch want to have an oatmeal dinner in quicksand. Well, well Mitch is going to have a hard time proving me wrong on the bench.
1: Jeez, Aldo. You think he'll be on the bench next year? I'll put a thousand on it that he'll be a starter in the league at the beginning of the season. And nobody will take me up on it because apparently people don't watch the rest of the league. Carolina needs a quarterback. That's apparent. I don't care who they brought up. Miami. Very questionable. Philadelphia. Denver. They're talking to Vic Fazio needs a quarterback. Vic Fazio was successful with a guy. Fangio. Fangio. sorry. Yeah. I got no teeth Fangio. in the front. That's the teeth. Uh, Vic vangio Vic Jesus, best years were with Trubisky. But there's six, seven teams that need quarterbacks. I would ask everybody, how's that quarterback class in college? Mitch played it right, folks. Take it from a businessman. There's nobody coming out. You're going to get a three-and-a-half-year starter with great credentials, playoffs, and everything else. There's no quarterback that will be available better than him. Now, I will say this. I'm going to write this down. Galdo just did. If Mitch Trubisky doesn't start next year, I'll be the first to say something must be wrong with him.
0: Mike, you're saying Vic Fangio had his best years with Mitchell Trubisky, right? That's yeah. what you, I just heard you say. All right. So yeah. Mitch, uh, Vic Fangio went to the Super Bowl with right. Colin Kaepernick as the quarterback. So should Colin yeah. Kaepernick be a starter?
1: not now he hasn't played <laughs> for four years but <laughs> how do you? I know. listen I had, he he, put, he booted himself out of the league Aldo you worked for CBS if an employee that was on the air if an employee that was on the air knelt down on TV he would have been fired so so the nonsense that it was okay no it wasn't apparently and he backed an organization that turned off a lot of people and the league determined he wasn't good if you're blaming it, Mitch trubisky is the opposite. He just keeps his mouth shut. I can't believe he hasn't said anything. He, You know how many quarterbacks would have said something by now? Boy, I got screwed by that organization. Look how they are now. No. Mitch is a gentleman, took his medicine, and we'll see where he's at next year. And we'll see where Justin Fields is at in two years or three years. We'll see where he's at. Is he, because they're not going to have a team around him that's worth a damn, including a good defensive team. We're wasting Hicks, although – He's, he's old 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 man dirt now, it seems like. I don't think these guys, when, I never heard Alan Robinson have a problem with Mitch Trubisky. He's got a problem with Justin Fields, but he plays there. You guys could have all the conjecture you want. He's got I, a problem, don't I you
0: agree, think? I agree 110% with yeah. When he says, I blame haste more than Nagy as to why the Bears' quarterbacks are.
1: Then why wasn't this said last year and why was Mitch the scapegoat? That's why. That's only my, why did I have to fight every, I'm the only guy. I told Aldo, I'm going to have a party for all the Trubisky batters. It's in the uh, batters and, and fans. It's in It's in the phone booth. That's it. <laughs> think of the people that have backed Mitch and then think of the person that has. You're in good hands. All right, Herney
0: wants us to talk about the Chicago Bulls because those Bulls are looking like a playoff team. Am I right or am I wrong when I say not only are the Bulls going to make the playoffs, but they're going to advance after the first round? What do you think about that?
1: Um, I love how they started. I love what they did the other night. Um, the system told me I'll be straight up to take Toronto getting two and a half. I lost the game. They won by three. Are I love, love- – Ball. That's my guy. Savoy Fair. Savoy Fair, my guy. He did a a thing the other day, sort of a Mike North back in the 70s. I had a pair of I had a brown jacket once and I stood next to my brown Fury. Uh You know, my used car, a brown Fury. They showed him on Twitter in an all like lime outfit with a black shirt standing next to a, I think a lime Lamborghini. Somewhat of the same type of picture that we took together. Only my car was a junk and his car was great. I'm going to just say this: If Eldo reads the next nine teams that they're playing,
0: okay.
1: let's see, and we'll go over each team. Let's see if we will be as bold because I did say four and all the first against Detroit twice against Toronto. Everybody said Toronto was a Toronto was a test. Now without Siakam. Mm-hmm. So, Eldo, I'm sure he'll find this yeah. because we agree on this one. How about me and Eldo not wanting to give each other stats for our argument? That was special. That's what well,
0: you got to come up with an agreement as to what stats are important and what stats aren't, because I uh, think whatever that's a you,
1: whatever stats are convenient for either one of us. But let's talk about <laughs> this. <thing. laughs> Let, let, me, ask this, <laughs> right, uh, right, let me ask you this, now. Whatever works for you. All right. Whatever works.
0: All right. Let me ask you.
1: Name the next nine games real slowly. First one. All right. The Knicks tonight. Very possibly could be a loss, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I'll give them one. One By and By the 0.
0: way, it's Keen Noah night tonight, so uh, yeah. that's going
1: to be special. The problem is he's not playing, but we have some good players. <laughs> that's no, I mean. but he's well, – I liked him over I, – I really believe with Thibodeau – right. I think the Bulls win five zero. Oh. Go ahead.
0: All right. And then on Saturday uh, they've got at home again. They've got Utah loss. Okay. So you got them. What is that? One and one. One and one. Or one or right. Got them at five and one. Okay. Uh, month, next Monday they go to the Garden and and play the Celtics.
1: They'll lose. Uh, 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 to, uh, to, okay. So they're going to lose that one probably. Let, let me just say this. Just named the nine games off in a row. And okay. see how how we like them. I mean, just, just go.
0: All right. Starting tonight, it's the Knicks, the Jazz, the Celtics, the 76ers, the 76ers again, the Nets, the uh, uh, Mavericks, and the Golden State Warriors, and finally the L.A. Clippers.
1: If they come out above 500, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Because those are that's a gauntlet
0: yeah.
1: of good teams. Right. Those are all legit all real good teams folks so yeah i i i i want to see them come back 500 when i see the great stat that they're 4-0 for the first time since 96 Mm -hmm. i understand that Mm -hmm. uh but the 96 team uh was a whole different era different players i love the rose and he's consistent I love ball. I think the moves have been great. Vuk has to get a little bit more um, into the game. I know that he's maybe a third option now. Levine has given up a little of his game. Uh, I'd like to see the Bulls get Ben Simmons. Oh, Oh, Philadelphia is in so much trouble. Joel Embiid stunk last night. Just absolutely stunk. And, you know, he was all for losing... Ben Simmons, which makes you a moron to begin with. And then, sort of like Nagy with Trubisky, who does Doc Rivers throw under the bus? A top three defensive player that they need in Ben Simmons. I'd like to see the Bulls trade for him. He'd be this era's Pippin for us. Not a great offensive player, won't hit threes, but goes to the hoop nice and is a lockdown defender. I will, If that happened, I'd be thrilled because. I think this team will still be challenged at times off, uh, defensively, Al, when they play the better teams. That being said, got no complaints. I'm happy. for 0 Excellent. All right. What about the World
0: Series? I thought it was going to be a four-game sweep, and then the Astros come back yesterday and pounce. Now, I think... The Astros are going to win the next three games. What are your thoughts on the World Series?
1: They should have been banned for 10 years from postseason play number one.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to go there, which I don't blame you.
1: <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. You know, we caught a guy cheating in cards once. And it was ugly for about 10 minutes. It wasn't even ugly for 10 minutes for these guys. Did he have fewer teeth than you have right now? <laughs> no, we just caught him. Chair tipped over. There was a mess of the food and a. And this guy was not a close friend, but an acquaintance. Uh. And what happened was, I've told this story before, I think, maybe not here. He said he had to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And we were at a buddy's house. He goes in the bathroom, flushes the toilet. Okay, you hear the flusher, you know. Guy had a small apartment at the time where, where we at. I'm sort of getting used to having no teeth in the front. I'm sort of liking it. Uh,
0: <laughs> what about uh, eating an apple? Isn't that a problem? <laughs> Don't need apples.
1: If I'm hungry, nothing's a problem. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so he comes out and he sits down. Another guy named Buddy Bernie gets up, goes in the bathroom. There's a card, an ace, torn in fours, floating at the top. He flushed it, but they floated up. Mm-hmm. And... They, he got more of a penalty, believe me, when I tell you this, than the Astros did. So it sickens me they're in. There's still five or six core players from that team on it. I'm rooting for Atlanta, uh, but I'm not watching all that much of it. They they took the integrity out of the game.
0: Mike, I'm with you. I I tune it in. I watch a couple of pitches and then uh, uh, turn on something else. I, I can't get into it partly because of the Astros. It's just you are absolutely right. They should have been banned from postseason play. You know, I, I, and and you can uh, you
1: working. can you can you can keep a hockey franchise if your players are are, are sexually assaulted. You can uh, uh, cheat in baseball, fix baseball games, and stay in. And the managers will get a job the next year because they got more information that they were going to divulge. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's 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 pitiful. There's no standards anymore. There's no accountability for be, doing anything wrong. My God. I mean, it's just it's just, it's just stunning to me what's going on, that, that a, a commissioner of baseball would allow a team that was caught red-handed and then give immunity to the players. Can you imagine if Judge Landis did that? Mm-hmm. They were found not guilty, and he's still suspended, and then he still banned him for life. These guys should have been banned for 10 years at least from postseason play. If they wanted to play them fine. Ernie wants Bro, to buy you can win steak. the regular season. That's a shame. And you know what? I'm rooting for the Braves, but you know they lost their they're they're one of their pitchers. But you know what? I still have faith in them. They won the first game. It's fine.
0: Ernie wants to buy you a steak.
1: Thirty years of hard work. <laughs> still got some change in my pocket. That's a great offer. <laughs> you want to tell people
0: what I do with my steak? <laughs> well, my my uh, what was it? Italian beef from <laughs> Elko.
1: <Hell no. laughs> So, in our early years of friendship, very difficult at first. <laughs> Things happen that you don't expect. I go meet Aldo at a beautiful place out in Arlington Heights. That's
0: great, yeah.
1: We order our food. I'm eating. I start. Aldo <clears throat> goes, Mike, Mike, are you all right? I go, Yeah, I'll be all right. Jardinette <laughs> went down wrong. I didn't say nothing at the time. But then when he picked up the second half of the Italian beef, I asked him, you're the first guy I've ever seen ever, and I was in the business for 16 years, that cut a beef in half. Did. He did? He cut his Italian beef in half. No, you're not the first. I remember a lady came in to my hot dog stand and said, could you cut my hot dog in half? I go, okay. And I cut it the long way. <laughs> Did you cut it vertically? <laughs> yeah, I cut it the wrong way. Right, through, right the wrong way. So she had now the two long wieners. Something that I'm sure she enjoyed. Two wieners <laughs> in her hand. <laughs> hey,
0: look. Well, I
1: just try to keep up with Dan. I try to keep up with John Buffone. By the way, uh, tell John for me. Yeah. Okay. He's stuck. I don't want to hear his take on the bulls. Okay. <laughs> I know you're trying to switch up early before the tragedy hits. Okay, You're a buffoon, damn it. Do I have to tell you what that means? Your dad, your uncle played on a 1-13 team, and I loved them because they killed people. Yes, hey, he hey, we lost 47 to nothing. Yeah, but we put three other guys up. Your dad, your uncle also criticized all the Bear teams and lived off that. Yes, he did. They didn't start ob And them with, how about the Bulls last night? (laughs) You're the Bears, and you can talk Bulls, but don't try to do that. Mike says
0: story story time. time. Story time with Mike North will be I I got
1: a couple stories. You want to hear one?
0: Yeah, let's
1: hear one. Did I ever tell you the Dave Steep story? No. Okay. Dave Steep gets traded to the White. I I want everybody to tell me whether ESPN should hire – me momentarily, ESPN, the television station, to tell a story a week of my thirty years. Oh yeah. So number one, look if they if, if they're with the Manning thing and they think that's great, <laughs> Jesus, what a what a what a bitch fest that is. Huh? <laughs> there are grown adults that think that's good TV. <laughs> hey, look at Eli said, damn. Oh <laughs> Damn, look at that, Peyton. He said Omaha like you. <laughs> what TV that is? Hey, Tom Brady was on for a quarter. Oh, well, he didn't say he didn't say anything. I know everything he's going to say. I'm great and nobody's better. That's it. Now, Dave Steep, great pitcher of of the day. Mm-hmm. Netflix. Huh. I don't know. I'll tell you what though. Steve gets traded to the White Sox, 1993. I'm at Gibson's.
0: He was with the Blue Jays, correct?
1: Right. Okay. Goes to the White Sox. I'm on the radio that morning hearing about the big St- Dave Steve deal. I go, oh, my God. Dave Steve. I love the guy, but I think he's done. He's done, Jigs. Finished. Done. Why are we picking him up? Well, what's he gonna do for us? Well, oh, Mike, you know, you, you know, you never know when you're gonna catch lightning in a bottle. I go, Yeah, you're probably right, Jiggs. That two nights later I'm at Gibson's. I get a tap on my shoulder. He goes, I hear your name's Mike North. I go, Yeah, I'm Dave Steep. I go, I heard you were talking. He goes, I heard you were talking about me. And I said, Well, I was. I said, you know, basically, yeah, you've seen better days and everything else. You know, instead of uh, running me down, why don't you help me out? I go, help you out? Now I've had about five drinks by then. So I don't know (laughs) what's going to happen here. And he's had a couple. He's had a few. He goes, help me out. I go, what do you mean? Well, the team's out of town. I need somebody to catch soft toss for me tomorrow. I go, yeah. He goes, well. Why don't you catch me and help me out? This is verifiable. He lives in Reno, Nevada now. Okay. He was on the score about a week later telling everybody this happened. Okay. The next morning, I get home that night. I go, B, you won't believe what happened. I tell her. She goes, he wants me to catch him tomorrow. I got to go to a building by Lake Point Tower. Mm -hmm. It's the building right next to Lake Point Tower.
0: Okay.
1: She goes, I'm coming. So I said, what time do you want to meet? He goes, eight in the morning. I get up at seven. Pouring rain. Oh my God. Pouring. I got his number. I have a Volkswagen Rabbit at the time.
0: <laughs> a Volkswagen Rabbit?
1: Mike North? <laughs> well, this is before. Before the cash started flowing in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep it, but I. I wanted to stretch my legs. Um, <laughs> and I wanted heat. I'm um, a Volkswagen Rabbit. He go, I call him. I go, huh, Dave, it's too bad. It's raining. He goes, where are you at? You coming? I go, what do you mean? He goes, we'll find somewhere. I hang up the phone. I go, I go, I'll be there in about half an hour, 45 minutes. BB goes, what'd he say? He goes, he wants to still go. I go to his house, go upstairs. Uh He told me the room. He pulls out a bag. He's got a catcher's mask and a catcher's mitt and a big bag. We get in my car. Mm -hmm. We drive to the viaduct on Grand (laughs) Grand Avenue once you go over the river. Yeah, yeah. I know where that is. You know which one it is? Sure. Right over the river east. If you come from Grand to Pulaski, you go down Grand, you'll hit it once you hit the river. Okay. Okay. I go, what are we doing here? He goes, you go on that side. I'll go on this side. He threw me 60 pitches. I dropped one. He never threw one in the dirt. I didn't have a jack, cup, catcher's protection, except the mask. Was he throwing he, and like soft toss Soft toss to a major leaguer yeah. is different than me and you, soft toss.
0: Oh, I bet.
1: <laughs> so they were throwing. He was going like 70, 75 the rain on both sides I'm touching <laughs> side. an all-timer then we drove him home
0: that he said awesome. thank
1: <laughs> and he'll verify that to this day mm-hmm. he I, he he challenged the talk show host to help him and I did he got cut later, but that's beside the point.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, what happened to him after? Because I don't remember him pitching with the White Sox much. I'm looking.
1: Yeah, I his think stats, if but... you look up '93, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, oh, I got it. I got
0: it. Dave Steen. He was uh, a one in three record with a, a 6.0 ERA. Yes,
1: yeah. so... I think he won the game the day after he caught me. That's just me. <laughs> well, he pitched to me, but that, I got a million of them. <laughs> Athletes. You know, I got him. I, but like Trace Armstrong said he was going to come down to the station and kick my ass. I said, I'll just hire a blocker, you'll never touch me. That's, That's when radio was fun. That is
0: cool. Hey, uh, do Mark was it Mark or uh, who was it up here? Mark, Mark, Mark says what, I love remember? Mark. What uh, Marko? Well, Mark, uh, I said says uh, ask. What, tell us about your virginity story. You want to share your first sexual? Experience? While it was a law. Her name was
1: Lauren. <laughs> I met her as a child. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but whatever it means, I'm terrified. Oh, he just wants to hear how it happened.
0: Yes, yes, I think so.
1: I am proud. She was older than me, the woman, at the time. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it was at a place, I'm telling you the truth. This was back in this early, late 60s. She had a place where the bed came out of the wall. It was called a Murphy bed or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Murphy bed, right. What did that just say? I want me to see that again. Mark said that the, the story with Dave Steve ended differently than he thought. He thought it was gonna be like an old Chicago mob tale.
1: I got some of those too if you'd like. Yeah, he does. He's got some great, great amounts. Amounts. Hey, I like Westerns, kid. I'll get your back set. Here's Shane. <laughs>
0: Oh, I forgot what we were talking You can't believe I'm a,
1: I'm in a room now that's locked at all times. What <laughs> can I tell you? I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Dan and, and Aldo. I don't care if it's Buffon. I don't care if it's Alice and Barbie. I, I, Peggy, I'll give you some laughs. I know they do. But I'll give you – me and Aldo will give you some laughs. What year are we going on now?
0: Mike, Mike I got some bad news. The Parisi brothers are in the chat room. <laughs> They want you on their show, by the way. I want I'll come on anytime. Yeah, no, they we, told me to come on. Yeah, exactly. They didn't ask. They said you, you will be on our You're show. coming on my show. <laughs> uh,
1: they're like Burt Young <laughs> in the Pope of Brothers Village.
0: What is uh. going on with you? And then Johnny Santucci reaches out to me He says, I want him on my show too. <laughs> Don't ask, just that. Uh,
1: well, I, you're the only guy that basically uh, you know can boss me around and <laughs> have your way with me, whatever. Maybe that's not a good topic to bring up today.
0: (laughs) Not today,
1: no. Let me rephrase that. No. Look, look. Because they know they're going to get at least a real – it's not going to be – it's not – look, I was an entertainer that talked sports. Now it's the other way around. Mm -hmm. Can you take that off, please?
0: (laughs) What about this one? Country shoot time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but my mother-in-law's the first one that told me that. One day I'm laying on the bed. One day I'm laying on the couch at her house, and she's got a ruler checking the size of my feet. I go, what's that? She goes, never mind. And she walked on, and then we ate some bourgeois. I was good after that.
0: (laughs) What a lady. Whoa. Little ma, five foot three. Yeah. Five foot three. (laughs) Vinny wants to know where his money is.
1: Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm sure that's been said to Vinnie Yes. Yeah, it's been said to Watson. Where's my buddy? Yeah, Aww. I had a landlord once. He was German. I lived on Bell Plain and Whipple. You could still see the building, corner building. Mm-hmm. So, uh, his name was Dieter Schmeichel. And he was German.
0: So and I lived there. Fast.
1: Yeah, Dieter Schmeichel. It wasn't reach. Uh, I lived there in the early 70s. Nice man. But I think he was um, on the other side in World War II. Mm-hmm. So every time he came to collect the rent, I always had the history channel on. I go, look, we're winning again. You know? <laughs> I, 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 I go, you're collecting the rent? Watch us win another battle against you guys? <laughs> Mike, cut it out. <laughs>
0: you
1: could have fun. Cut hey look we're, we're bombing you again good guy uh, good guy you, good got people. A,
0: you got a couple of winners for us today yeah yeah you
1: know what let's just just bring it up you used uh, to have music you have balloons you know all sorts of stuff now you know you put all the production values like I, i'm like i'm like brady i'm the guy <laughs> that says let me give you what i got give it to the other guys you know so we can get some better players by go. the way I, if I hear that Tom Brady is not the MVP one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't care if it's Dak Prescott. I told everybody, Josh Allen, all these other guys. Oh, what happened to Patrick Mahomes now that he doesn't have a team around him? I guess Mahomes is like Trubisky. It was all the defense. Anyway, um, <laughs> and no defense stinks right now. And all of a sudden, by the way, Patrick Mahomes gets like seven interceptions and i've told eldo this he knows this yes
0: yes they're catching
1: the ones they dropped last year which were 19 more <laughs> so nice. it's not very nice right now but anyway i'm going to take tonight arizona and the over that's arizona it. and the over Ooh. against green bay and uh the total just just take arizona and the over see what happens did some yeah. heavy work on this i've been doing better mm-hmm. uh here's the best one of the day then the show goes so fast because it's so entertaining. Um, By the way, Chris Chris says that he lost his mom's house. Now
0: he's going to bet his maid's car. <laughs> Chris, we love you. We love you, Chris. Come I, wonder so- I wonder
1: nothing so- Wales loses today and Chris loses his house.
0: <laughs> you ever bet on an English soccer game?
1: Never. <laughs> I'd rather, listen, I'd rather have my fingernails pulled out than watch that boring-ass sport. My God. I watch Ritson with the guys. I watch Paulie and Mitch. They bring on the soccer guy, and I know he's good. I just changed the channel, come back later. That's I'm not hilarious. watching any soccer, and I know he's good. I know, it, I, but I, I refuse to sit there and watch it. I I, I can't do it.
0: It, I, it is the strangest game in the world. I mean, it's like the clock doesn't stop, and then they add time at the end. You know, why, why don't they just stop the clock? And then when the guy are- says
1: you a poo-poo head, and he gets a free penalty kick, and they lose. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't get it, but uh, it is a yeah. beautiful sport in some respects. And when they're playing like the the World Cup and and Olympic games, then I watch because there's some tension in the air, you can feel it and so forth. But an average- do
1: people know that the Chicago Fire is like single A soccer? Do they know <laughs> I, that? I, I have no
0: idea. What is the Chicago? Oh no, it's soccer. Team.
1: You know what I'm saying? I love the guys and everything. The <laughs> soccer. Sure Look at saying. this guy. They say it's a, the Chicago. I love the Chicago Fire. I love what they bring to the table. But if you look at the players, there's some that are very good, but some of them couldn't make the first two tiers of soccer.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so you're watching, but it's in America. I respected Lee Stern. Mm-hmm. I, I I respected the – I mean, we the sting we followed. Carl mm-hmm. Heinz, Grenica, Pardo McKeddick, they were they were promoted good. I just don't see the same fervor. And my buddy Fred Hubener has been in the soccer uh for so many years. But yeah.
0: You know, it just
1: hasn't caught on. I think people predicted it much, much bigger than it is. I do. I mean, you naturally, when the U.S. plays, you're, there's more interest. But when they don't, I don't know. I mm-hmm. I got. I, look, I got too many other ways I can lose. Okay? <laughs> too many other sports. I can't add another one. <laughs> I hear you.
0: Uh, what does he say here? Would you rather watch soccer or the WNBA?
1: You know what? I got to tell you about the WNBA. First of all, I love Candace Parker. Love her. Mm-hmm. I love Diana Taurasi mm-hmm. and she could play in the NBA I don't know if she could play five minutes Diana Taurasi is a woman that I could there's, a, there's 12 guys on the bench in the NBA mm-hmm. that I think she's better than yeah. if you give her a not wide open shot but I don't know how long she could play but I'd love to see her try to play in the NBA Sue Bird is great I think women's basketball is catching on more. Mm-hmm. But the sky winning the title was great. Candace Parker coming home was good. So I won't demean them, uh, but I I never watched them this year. You know everybody wanted them to win, and, and that's wrong. I think she when she st- she sticks out with uh, Barkley and them and Shaq, she can uh, she can talk basketball with any of them. Yeah. That's how good she is.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's that one famous clip where she's explaining basketball to Shaq O'Neal. That was interesting. Yeah,
1: she told him. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the just well, passed you by, Shaq. Yeah, she told him. You don't know what you're talking about. This was great. Yeah. And I see now where TNT, you know, basketball's supposed to be all that. Okay, they've moved a, a, a Thursday night game because of the NFL to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't. Barclay and all of them, they can't compete. So I don't want to hear the best studio show. They're one of them. Was the NFL Today with Musburger, Jimmy the Greek, of course, and Phyllis George back in the day. Oh,
0: back! Oh my gosh! Remember when Musburger would start the show? You are looking live.
1: Absolutely. Field and Green. That's. I heard somebody say they think the Barclay show's better. They weren't probably born when the NFL Today was on.
0: Yeah, they weren't.
1: They had a gambling segment. Back in the seventies, which they should have on every station now. Period. Yeah.
0: Is Jim Boylan on NBA TV? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, Store's trying to get another uh, guy a job that it didn't quite work out. <laughs> Jerry looks out for his people. You he know does. Right? I, I I respect the, I respect that in him. But I mean, you know, I always told him if you're going to bring people, if you're going to get people or give people jobs, make sure they're good. You don't always do that.
0: Yeah, that is he didn't good. like that.
1: <laughs> but he told me. But he was allowed. He told me, I don't, I don't know if you're right about that. I go, okay, I'll name some people. You know, we had. We, he's a great man. Hey, I'm happy for him. I hope the Sox win it next year.
0: Yeah, same here. How many hey, people I... apologize
1: to Tony La Russa? Anybody yet?
0: Um, I haven't.
1: <laughs> Nobody will. <laughs> if I would have said he was too old and he wouldn't get the job done, I would have been the first to apologize Wait. Wait a minute. We're going to debate again on this.
0: Remember I asked you before they started the playoffs, if 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 LaRusso doesn't win the first playoff series, would you say Renteria could have done the same thing? And you said, yes, I will say that.
1: He probably could have because the players aren't there yet. But I will also say this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up what the Bears fans bring up. Renteria got in because of expanded playoffs. Tony La Russa won the division. Regardless of how bad that division is, he beat the crap out of the teams he was supposed to, and I think he was a pleasant surprise. And I think if somebody said Tony Lusa should be fired today, for whatever reason, they'd have they'd look foolish. So I will say this: I, I I don't know why Rick Renteria can't get another job. Um, I'm hearing Ozzy might get another gig finally, which is good.
0: Wow, then wouldn't well, that be awesome? Well, San Diego's
1: in the mix, and I've often said this. Uh, if they had a manager like Tony La Russa this year, mm-hmm. they might have contended. I'll even go farther. If, if Ozzie gets the job, and I know, I don't have much time for him, and he don't have much time for me. Mm-hmm. But it's still, buddy, one of your most famous cuts. It helped usher in your era with television. Uh, that basically, they'd have a better chance.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Says that he's, At least he's the NBA on TNT
1: is. Well. I hear all the Manning show. How lame can you be? <laughs> I mean, my God! Oh, they, oh, they had Marshawn Lynch on. I could barely stand him for a commercial. Okay. I, I, no, I
0: can't believe this guy's selling stuff. I mean, I, I, I guess it's
1: okay. I'm happy for it, but I'm not. I'm not buying on his behalf. Exactly.
0: He never talked to the media back back in the day. You know what?
1: There's only one guy I would have believed back in the day. And by the way, folks, they had a Butkus tape on Twitter the other day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just watch a minute and a half of that. He would have been banned from football. Okay. But if Dick Butkus said, you know, hey, kids, I'm Dick Butkus. You know how I got this good? And you know why I'm the greatest defensive player who ever lived? Because I eat a bowl of my own shit every morning. I might have <laughs> eaten it. Oh, my
0: goodness. And it's really good.
1: And you know what? It will make you meaner, too.
0: Let's go. Send over a uh, case of that shit over to Alice Hall. Because <laughs>
1: that I knew this was the greatest. I'm in the pocket. <laughs> We're waiting for the players once. This is when they played at Dyke Stadium. The year they were supposedly fixing hey, Soldier Field. <laughs> That's what it was called. <laughs> I, I had a miniature football, and we waited. The players' lot was wide open. Uh-huh. There was no fence or nothing. It's Dyke Stadium back in the 70s. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw Dick Butkus. I had a mini. Remember the little footballs you used to buy? Yeah, little mini
0: footballs.
1: Get, yeah. I go, hey, Dick. I'm like a kid. I stole the football boom with one hand nice he gets in the car with it and leaves I'm like this in the lot as he's driving off well yeah my football gets in the car with it it's a white football it's a white football with the black stripes Little ones. They used to sell them all over. Before North footballs. Little football. Yes. <laughs> Boom. I go, great catch. He goes, thanks. Gets in the car and pulls it up.
0: <laughs> he made an interception like that on a, on a goal line play where he, I think he one-handed. Oh, the ball he ball.
1: made a reception. He was so good. And he, hey, then I had him on my shelves, and I told him about this stuff. Oh, yeah? And, yeah. I told him this true story. There's like ten of my buddies were waiting outside Soldier Field for the players. We cut school. High school. Sen. Wasn't hard. <laughs> they practice at Soldier Field, we find out. We go down to Soldier Field. We take the L, we walk around. You know, they're not practicing. And here comes a bunch of players. Jerry Staley, who was married to a Playboy bunny at the time. Nice. He was one of our heroes. He was a lineman. <laughs> Here comes Butkus and Doug. True story. We're kids. Sixty-nine, seventy. Hey, can we get your Doug signing autographs? Now, keep in mind how weird this story is. Because years later, me and him are best friends. Yeah, yeah. He signed it. He don't know who the fuck signed it. My buddy, John O'Malley, played for Sen, was one of the best middle linebackers in the public league. Mm -hmm. Had Dick Butkus articles, posters in his bedroom. Idolized the man. Wore number 51 with the green and white. That's where the Sen's colors. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Here comes Butkus. Here comes my buddy, John. He goes... Hey, Dick, kick-ass Sunday. Butkus turns around starts coming at him. He goes, don't swear. My buddy, my other buddy who was a Colts fan, like Mike Curtis, from that point on, he goes, Butkus is out of his mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> the was- he just wanted to go, I mean, after anybody. It was great. I, and we still loved him. And I told, I told Doug this story, and Doug remembered it. I remember kids waiting for us, but I don't remember you specifically. I go now. Look at us, you know. So
0: Doug was the the best man. Oh, uh, miss his voice. Miss him. Well, uh, well, you,
1: you played some good cuts the other day.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. You uh, see,
1: you you think I don't listen? You think I I I just enjoy that's because the you're not on
0: every show. Every you're a guest on every show in America. You know, I, I don't see how you have time to listen to the borrowed stuff. I, I see you on the radio. Apparently, you haven't. TV. Apparently, you haven't seen my
1: life lately. <laughs> the couch is a destination. <laughs> But what a show we had today, huh? Oh,
0: oh man. What a great show today. What a yeah. great show. We, started we had some last. Did we miss anybody? I don't think so, but I'm sure we'll get them next week if we did miss somebody.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm glad that, that we had a little Twitter problem uh, for some people. Yeah. And uh, Aldo worked his butt off with Twitter. And uh, we want to thank uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, who, you know, you could say what you yes. want about yes. Twitter. Mm-hmm. You want to say what you want about Twitter. You can be mad at Jack Dorsey. That's right. You can be from the right or the left. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Right. Jack Dorsey has helped me have a career, period. Yep. And he's helped a lot of people. So I will say this about him. Mm-hmm. It used to be that if you worked in certain areas, you'd be forgotten. Okay? Instead of being able to show... Your wares, and everybody gets a chance now because of all those people on social media, especially but with me, Eldo knows it's Twitter and Jack Dorsey. Somebody sent that to him so I could keep things going. Thanks, (laughs) Jack Dorsey.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Jack Dorsey, you know who's great, Eldo? Yes, Jack Dorsey.
0: Uh, All right, everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for uh, joining us live. You're a big part of the show. We love to interact with you. And, of course, Mike North is the man. He's giving you a winner for tonight. He wants the over on that Packer-Cardinals game. in Arizona. At Arizona, right. And take Arizona.
1: Take Arizona in
0: the over. Yes. Okay. Take Arizona and the over. That sounds like a winner to me. And we will be back here uh, next week at the same time, 930 Central. And don't forget, Crosstown Crosstalk at 2 p.m. And then Danny Shimon and I are going to look at videotape of the Bears and cry. That's at 9 p.m. tonight. (laughs) See you, everybody. So long, everybody.